This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Sorepreneurs, uninterrupted with Chevelle McPherson. From teenage mom to a recognized top 100 national trial lawyer, award-winning international speaker, number one best-selling author, and successful business and legal strategist, Chevelle certainly knows how to soar, uninterrupted. She's here today to empower and educate you with effective business and legal strategies you can use to build and scale a successful business without interruption. Get ready, get set, let's soar. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Chevelle McPherson. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Sorepreneurs with your hostess with the mostest, Chevelle McPherson. And I'm excited today because I have Ashley Hart with me. Ashley is the CEO and co-founder of She Plays, which is a platform for women professional sports leagues in the U.S. And the mission behind She Plays is that there is equal play and equal display for women athletes. In other words, they seek to have more visibility for women athletes in the media. And I met Ashley last week at the podcast movement, and um, I had a very interesting conversation with her. And I just really loved her story of how she started this platform, as well as the mission of the platform. And so I invited her on as a guest today. And At the end of this show, I am certain that you are, especially if you are an aspiring entrepreneur, that you will be not only inspired, but empowered and motivated to create your platform. Whatever that platform is that you are yearning, that you know you want to get out there in the world, whatever that mission is that you know is going to change lives and that's going to make a greater impact in the world. But for whatever reason, you are scared to take the leap or don't think you're ready to take the leap or don't think you have enough skills or strategies in place to take the leap. Hopefully, after listening to Ashley today and hearing her story and where she came from, where she's gone and where she is going, you will be just as motivated to create your platform. So with that said, I want to welcome Ashley to the show. Hi, Ashley. How are you? Hi, Chevelle. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, I am excited. You are welcome. I'm happy to have you. And as I indicated, um, I was so... Um, I was just so excited about our conversation that we had when we met at the um, podcast movement and when you told me about your platform and I thought that it was something that was different. Um, I also thought that it's something that's needed. You know, women, whether it's, you know, sports, there are a lot of areas in which we are just, we just don't get the same visibility as men get. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because I have run across Um, A lot of people that create platforms for, you know, women and equal pay and women and, you know, women's rights and, you know, all these different platforms that are great and not to take anything away from them. But I think your platform was the first I personally encountered where it was about women in professional sports. And I thought, wow, you know, I want to do my part to help bring light to this because I know the whole mission 
is to create more visibility. And I have a platform um, and I wanted to give you some visibility as well as share your story with my listeners because it's twofold. You know, you get to get the visibility that you're, you know, you're striving for your um, organization, but my entrepreneurs get to also hear um, how they need to be willing to get out there on the forefront for their missions and to get their gifts and talents and businesses out and going. And so with that said, I want to first start off talking to you about how, how did this all start for you? Like, where were you when you decided, um, what brought you to this place where you decided to pursue this mission? Yeah. Well, thank you again for that intro and for letting me be here. Um, so yeah, it was, about uh, over a year ago, it was in uh, May of 2018, and I was living in North Carolina. I now live in Orlando, Florida, and I'd been doing a job that I did love. I loved it, got a lot of purpose out of it. I'd been doing it for a decade and just had started feeling in the past six months that it was time to move on, um, that it was time to do something new, take on a new challenge. And um, it had been a job that really takes up a lot of your time. And so it just had been all encompassing. And I just felt like it was time to do something different. And so as I was transitioning out of that job, that again, I... What are you doing, if I may ask? Yeah, I worked for a nonprofit. So I worked for Young Life, which is a nonprofit that works with teenagers. Okay. And and again, loved it, found a lot of purpose, um, felt like... It made a a good impact. Um, And so when I was leaving a job like that, my whole thought was, well, I want to do something like as meaningful. I don't want to go like down on the meaningful scale, you know? Right. right. Um, But what could I do that would be different? And um, I've always been an athlete, always been a sports fan. Growing up in North Carolina, you know, I, I knew about the Tar Heels and their amazing women's soccer team, you know, about as early on as I knew. Uh, who Michael Jordan was. So um, have grown up around uh, female athletes and um, the presence that they have. And so was just thinking through what to do. I had a new baby niece that I wanted to, you know, was thinking about her in mind of, all right, what's something where I could help her future? You know, is there something that if she wanted to do X and she got to a certain age and it was really hard to do that, is there anything I could do now that would help that be easier for her in the future. And it just kept coming back to sports. Um, and knowing the pay fight that the soccer team has been in, um, thinking, what could I do? What could like someone who's not involved at all really do to help their fight for equality? And I was with my family and just kind of brainstorming and kind of landed on, well, they're not really on the news, are they? And they're not really on ESPN. None of their games are really on sports channels. Um, you can find cornhole, uh, but you can't find professional women's basketball on TV sometimes. So, um, and then it went into, all right, well, how many magazines are they on the cover of? And I went to Barnes & Noble one day and of 40 sports magazine, uh, 40 sports magazines, not a single one had a female on it. And so really started noticing, okay, there is some kind of gap here in sports media, right? So like the coverage that they get isn't proportionate to how many female athletes there are compared to male athletes. And so 
yeah, had the idea of, all right, well, let's start a platform. And, and then kind of, again, what are these sports leagues missing? And it was fantasy sports. I'd grown up, you know, for playing fantasy sports with my family, fantasy football and March Madness, you know, filling out all the brackets and I'd never seen it be done for uh, women's final four or, you know, the WNBA or anything like that. So decided, all right, well, that should be part of it. Let's build fantasy sports for women's leagues and let's have a podcast that talks about all the leagues and let's have a blog that talks about the inequality. And, you know, uh, 14 months later, here we are. Wow. I love it. I love it. So, you know, you, you, you mentioned you were actually in a job that you felt you enjoy. It was meaningful. Um, but you know, you got to that point where I call it, you know, the itch. Um, it happened to me as an attorney when I was a prosecutor and I was working there for, like you said, over, you know, so many years, you get to a point. Um, even when I left in, I started working as a, um, just in my own firm, you still get to a point sometimes where it's like, you feel like you've accomplished a lot, but you all, you're always looking for that next. Mm-hmm. And usually you, for most people, the next should be meaningful, just as meaningful or more meaningful. Like you said, I love when you said, I didn't want it to go down in the meaningful, um, rankings. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's real interesting that, you know, you ended up really turning something that you are so passionate about into a platform and into a business. Did you find it difficult to do that? I did. Um, so I am a bit of a nerd and love to learn things, like always love learning. So it has felt like the, you know, the phrase drinking from a fire hydrant that I have just uh, given like a crash course in, in an MBA uh, on the street. Yes. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, being in charge of the, um, the area that I was for the nonprofit, I, I had learned how to run a business but I never learned how to start one. And so, yes, like tons that I needed to learn, tons of mentoring that I've taken and still am. Like I I am in no way an expert, um, but it's so much fun. I think that's been, I think that's been some of the thrill is, gosh, it's just so neat to see an idea come to life and to see you moving the needle as far as making a difference, even in the first few months, um, just having people who were a part of a bracket challenge we did for the World Cup, and they had never watched a World Cup game before, and they emailed us and said, we've watched every single one because of your bracket challenge. We love women's soccer. And just, you know, just like small, small steps. I mean, we're not anywhere close to exploding right now, you know, like we're still very much in the beginning stages, but but you're making traction and it's just really neat to see all the hard work pay off. And, and yeah, you know, like the, the mistakes that you make, you learn from them and you grow and it only makes you um, better and more savvy in the future. So, so yeah, it's been difficult though. I will say that. Well, you know, listen, if something were easy, everybody would be doing it. And I tell people that all the time, even when I have clients that want to, you know, work with me and coach with me in business. And some of them ask me, well, is this going to be easy? And I go, um, no, it's going to be much easier than you doing it on your own, but mm-hmm. it's going to be work because nothing worth having is easy. And if it were easy, 
um, you wouldn't need, need me and everybody else would be signing up for it because it would be easy. So, but the thing about it is one of the things that you said, which is what I tell my clients all the time, you just got to get started and you have to celebrate the small wins. Um, I usually tell people that, you know, when you set your GPS, your GPS does you no good if you're not moving, right? Mm-hmm. And even if you go the wrong route, your GPS will just reroute you, but you can't get rerouted if you're not on a route. (laughs) So I think it's really important for people to get into action, um, to be willing to get out there, be willing to do the work. And that's why it's so important that you do have um, passion for what you're doing. And I always talk about if it's business that you have to have a combination of it being being passionate about it, but also making sure that you can monetize it because if it's, an, if it's a business, that's important. So I love the fact that, you know, um, you, you kept going despite of, I, I love the fact that you saw a need and you saw empty space and you, you filled the void. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to take a brief commercial break and I'm going to come back when we come back, I want you to really give us the deets on She Plays. Um, tell us more about the platform, um, how it's evolved, you know, what's up next, what's going on now, and um, just what we can look forward to um, from this wonderful, awesome platform that you stepped out and you created. So with that said, I'll be right back. We're going to take a brief commercial break, and this conversation with Ashley will resume. Be right back. You're listening to Sorepreneurs Uninterrupted with Chevelle McPherson. Are you a coach, consultant, expert, or service-based entrepreneur? Are you ready to build a sustainable business, scale a business to six figures or beyond, or legally protect your business? If you answered yes to any of these questions, we have a gift just for you. At Soar to Success Academy, entrepreneurs just like you hire us to accelerate their income and protect their profit. Today, you can download a free copy of our business store blueprint. This blueprint will give you a step-by-step roadmap on how to not only build a profitable business, but how to also legally protect it. Your business store blueprint is just a click away. Go to ChevelleMcPherson.com to claim your free blueprint and start building a profitable and protected business that will give you greater impact and greater income. Calling all speakers. E-Women Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help 1 million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sorepreneurs. This is Chevelle McPherson, your hostess with the mostest, and I am resuming this conversation with Ashley Hart from She Plays. Ashley shared with us during the first part of the show her sorepreneur journey of leaving um, a job that she had worked in for a decade to step out and become CEO and co-founder of um, a new company, um, she plays, which again is a platform for women professional sports league in the U.S. And the goal behind it is so that women can have equal play and equal display. The goal is so that these women athletes, these professional women athletes, can have more visibility. And she shared with us her purpose behind this. And now, what I would love for you to share with us, Ashley, is tell us more about she plays. Um, tell us about she plays. 
um, where it is now, what your goal is for it, and how far you have come in the past 14 months. Yeah, so right now we are a platform in the sense that we have a podcast. She plays the podcast where we are interviewing professional athletes. We've interviewed some coaches. We've interviewed um, some reporters and actually a professor about gender inequality in sports. And it's been really fun to have those conversations. I love anytime I talk to the professor about gender inequality, I'm learning something new. And it's just mind boggling um, what exists and what people don't realize that um, the, the leagues that men play in have had a leg up from the beginning as far as investment and sponsorship. And so that's been really neat. So you can check out our podcast. We also have a blog that we put out every other week. We have a weekly newsletter that lets you know what games are being played over the weekend and what, what games not to miss. Um, and then we're building, we, we are building a fantasy sports site so that we can have fantasy sports brought to these women's leagues because data does show that if you play fantasy sports, you're going to do more research on who the players are and who the teams are, who's going to, you know, who has a better shot of winning. And so just being able to encourage people to do that kind of research on their phone, you know, um, shows up when the leagues are able to say, Hey, we've got this many people following us on Twitter, this many people are Googling, you know, who plays in the pro softball league. And then that can then go to sponsors and they can make money. So, so that's kind of our, our whole idea is just to, to make people aware. Like I said, our mission is equal play, equal display. And so the fact that women make up 40% of athletes in this country, but they only get 4% of media coverage that's not equal. That's not proportionate. And so we want to raise that. And we think that by giving them more visibility, they will get more pay. They will have leagues that last longer. Um, and so, yeah, that's what we're, that's where we're at right now. We are in the process of officially bringing on more long-term fantasy games. We had a bracket challenge for the world cup. We'll be having a bracket challenge for next year's, March Madness tournament for the NCAA women, but we're in the process of putting on um, different leagues that we can, you know, bring fans that already know about them to come play and then introduce new people to these leagues. Me personally, even as a, a big fan of sports, I didn't know about, you know, 75% of the leagues that exist in this country for women to play in. So it's just been really fun to introduce people to those and to learn more about them myself. I love it. And so are you having a good time in this business? Yeah, I really am. You know, it's, again, I'm, I'm learning a lot. And, and what I'm learning about the inequality is super frustrating. I won't lie. Right. I want to pull my hair out. But also at the same time, it's like, well, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. You know, that's, that's what I want to erase from being in existence is this inequality that exists. But yes, so much fun. It's so much fun if you do have people who are listening who or entrepreneurs wanting to start something, wanting to get out there, maybe a little timid to make that first step. Just be in that environment. Just make the first step and surround yourself with people who are doing the same thing as far as starting something from scratch. It's just so nice to be in a similar 
energy with people and to bounce ideas off each other. It's it just a, is a community that's really fun to be a part of. And um, yeah, it's been fun. I get to I get to do this with two of my best friends, but we don't live in the same town. So it keeps us connected. And um, yeah, just that we're, we're making a difference for generations to come. Uh, it's, it's pretty neat. Right. You're making a difference and you're monetizing your business. You're making money in your business. We are. Yeah. And so that's definitely something that, you know, we, we all, we all would, would love to be able to get paid to do something that we love. Um, And so, and also part of why we want to make money is because from day one, we've said we want to give some of it back too. And so a certain percentage of what we make will go directly to these leagues that we want to see grow. And so, yeah. Um, you, you know, like you said, it's not a business if it's not making money. And so we do want it to be a successful business. Um, and just to show people that, gosh, you know, these women are amazing. And if you invest in their sport and what they're doing, you can be successful because of it too. So um, kind of showing other businesses like, hey, you should really take a look and invest in this. It will only help you in the future. I love it. Do you have any regrets about leaving um, your previous job that you were at for a decade? You know, I really, I don't. Um, It was really hard to say goodbye, which, which to me was a good thing. If it was easy to say goodbye, then it was, you know, probably I stayed there way too long um, or longer than I should have. But um, no, I really don't. I mean, I, I I have no regrets. Um, I loved the people that I got to no, they're like family. So I still see them when I go up to North Carolina. Um, but no, I really feel like I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing. And you were there for a decade. Would you say that, um, some of the things you learned, you were able to transfer into this business that you're doing now? Were there any transferable skills? Yes. Sorry to cut you off. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think even, even in the last year or two of doing my previous job, the stuff that I really started to love was the business side of it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's been a huge um, blessing in disguise, I feel, of coming into this and being like, wow, I really had learned a lot of these skills and, and can now use them in a new capacity. So, yeah, definitely have learned a lot um, that I can now apply. I love it. And so what I want to say to the listeners is one of the reasons why I wanted you to come on to the show um, is because this show is for entrepreneurs that are, you know, they want to start, they want to scale, they want to soar. And one of the things that I love about, there are a few things that I love that I just want to highlight for my listeners is um, there are some people who are considering starting a business but they're not ready. They think they're not ready. They're scared. They don't want to step out on faith. Um, And I just want to encourage them through your story that, you know, you were at this job for a decade and it got to the point where you pulled the trigger and you decided, even though you weren't even miserable, there's some people at their jobs that are miserable. Mm -hmm. You weren't miserable at your job, but you still felt that there was more. So I would love for my listeners that are listening in, if you are at a job and you know whether you hate it or you love it, But if you feel like you know that there is more, you know, like Ashley said, she is now um, living, you know, she's she's living and she has a mission. She's happy. She's making a difference. She's making impact. So, you know, you could be happy. You could be miserable where you are. But if you know that you are destined for more, 
you really should consider what that more is and mm-hmm. stepping out and making that more happen. And I always say, um, the second thing is, remember, one of the things that I asked Ashley was, and you're making money. Because at the end of the day, you cannot make an impact and you cannot, you know, you can't work on a mission broke. <laughs> you have to have finances, you have to have resources. So just make sure that this is something that you love and it's something that you can monetize. As long as you love it and as long as you can monetize it, then you can get out there and you can even do like Ashley said, she's learning a lot. It's a learning curve. Get yourself a mentor, you know, um, make sure you can reach out to other people that can help you. The other wonderful thing that she talked about um, is being in community, being around like-minded people, being around people that you can learn from, that you can grow from, whose energy is good. So if you are looking to make a huge impact, if you are looking to make a difference, if if you have a mission that you know can change the world, and if you have a job that you know, you know, some people say, well, what would I do if I leave? If you have a job, and this is why I asked Ashley this specific question, if you've been there for some time, look and see what skills that you have acquired that you can transfer and use in your mission, in your next thing, in that next business or whatever it is you're trying to start and get out in the world. Because most likely, whatever you're doing now is going to be the foundation for the next thing. Mm-hmm. And so don't look at it and say, oh, I've been on this job 10 years or five years or so. It's never a waste of time because while you're there, you are developing transferable skills. So look at those transferable skills and hone in on them and sit down and, and write out what it is you want to do and make a plan, put a plan together and just go do it. Would you not agree, Ashley? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, what would you say to someone who's listening in who knows that they have um, a, a mission that they want to go work on or they know that they have a vision for something bigger? Or they know that they were meant for more or, you know, they are unhappy at their jobs or they, you know, they reached a point where it's like, what's next for me? What would you say to that individual? Yeah, I'm so glad you asked because I was about to say, oh, can I share two things? Um, well, one, if I feel for anyone who is unhappy in a job, um, you know, it might be a simplistic way of looking at things, but you only have one life. And so don't spend years in a job that you don't like. Don't do it. You're, you're giving away the majority of your time to something you're, you don't enjoy. Um, invest in yourself a little bit more than that. Um, but I would say if you have an idea and you have a mission, I have seen it, um, firsthand that people want to be around passionate people. People will follow passionate people into things they don't know about just because they're addicted to that passion. And so if you love something, if you want to take on something, be the person who like gets so excited about what you're doing and that will attract investors. It will attract people to check out what you're doing. I hear time and time again that sometimes investors will, they say, we'll bet on the jockey, not the horse. And so they don't know if the business is going to work, but they trust the person that's working the business that they're passionate enough to see it through or to work hard enough to, to give it as best a shot as it gets. And so that would be one thing um, to, to fuel that passion. And then the second thing I'd say is 
is about failure. And I think that we have the wrong idea of failure. And when it comes to starting a business, just know that failure is going to happen, but it doesn't have to be the end. And so what failure can become is this great tool to teach you and help you move your path in the right direction. So yes, things are not going to go the way you want them to always, but it doesn't mean the end. It's only failure if you stop, right? That's what makes something come to an end. And so if you get knocked down, great. Take the lesson, take the, you know, the beating from it, because it, it, it might hurt your pride. It might hurt, you know, but, but get yourself back up and go out again. And the business will only stop when you say that it's going to stop. So don't be afraid of failure. Don't be afraid of making mistakes. They're going to happen. And just the sooner that you're okay with that and can hold it in the light of this won't destroy me. This is just going to be a part of starting a business. You'll be in a healthier place, I think. I love it. I couldn't have not have said it better. Um, I want to thank you so much for coming by, Ashley. And to the listeners, um, I really want you, this conversation to resonate um, because there, there's so many nuggets. And for some of my entrepreneurs, like I said, I, I, I do this show for those that want to start, those that are wanting to scale and those that are wanting to soar. And I have a conversation with different people for, for entrepreneurs that are at different levels. And the conversation today is really for that entrepreneur out there that's in the beginning that either wants to give up or is scared to start. And like Ashley just said, it's only a failure if you stop. And it's, it's only a failure if you stop. And it's also only a failure if you don't start. Because if you don't start, you know, you're failing at not having what you could have because you, you don't know. Um, if Even if you get out there and you try and it doesn't work, you just revise, you review, you redo. That's it. It doesn't mean it has to be the end. Um, but with that said, um, I just want to thank you so much, Ashley, for coming on. Thank you for all the nuggets. Thank you for the inspiration. Um, I would love for you to just keep doing what you're doing. I'm so glad that you are, you, you, you know, you've launched this mission that's impacting and changing the world of, of sports for women. Um, women need to have more visibility, not just in sports, but in other areas. But I'm glad you're doing your part in the sports arena. And, you know, we need to do our part in some other arenas. But with that said, um, I want to thank you for coming on. And for all the listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. And as we had this conversation, as I always say, you know that your opportunity could be on the other side of an obstacle. So keep soaring uninterrupted. Until the next time, I'll see you at the same place, same time, so we can continue these entrepreneurial conversations. Until then, have a good one, everyone. Thanks for coming by, Ashley. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, you are welcome. You are welcome. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sorepreneurs Uninterrupted with Chevelle McPherson, where entrepreneurs like you get empowered and educated with business and legal strategies they need to build and scale successful businesses. Join us every week as we continue these entrepreneurial conversations. To download this week's show, listen to past shows, or learn how to be a guest on the show, please visit ChevelleMcPherson.com and click on the podcast link. Be sure to subscribe so you get notified when new episodes are released. Remember, your successful business may be on the other side of an interruption. So keep soaring uninterrupted so you can have the income you desire, the peace of mind you deserve, and a lifestyle you've designed. 
Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.